In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome this evening to the first day of the Triduum. Today we remember the institution of the Holy Eucharist and the sharing of the ministry of the priesthood uh, to the apostles and to their successors. We recognise in these two great things the great graces given to the church, gifts uh, given to each of us. So as we begin our Mass then, we thank God for these graces and once again we call to mind our sins in the hope of God's mercy. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth, and the life, Lord of mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who have called us to participate in this most sacred supper, in which your only begotten Son, when about to hand himself over to death, entrusted to the church a sacrifice new for all eternity, the banquet of his love, grant we pray that we may draw from so great a mystery the fullness of charity and of life. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month is to be the first of all the others for you, the first month of your year. Speak to the whole community of Israel and say, On the tenth day of this month, each man must take an animal from the flock, one for each family, one animal for each household. If the household is too small to eat the animal, a man must join with his neighbour, the nearest to his house, as the number of persons requires. You must take into account what each can eat in deciding the number for the animal. It must be an animal without blemish, a male one year old. You may take it from either sheep or goats. You must keep it till the 14th day of the month, when the whole assembly of the community of Israel shall slaughter it between the two evenings. Some of the blood must then be taken and put on the two doorposts and the lintel of the houses where it is eaten. That night, the flesh is to be eaten, roasted over the fire. It must be eaten with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. You shall eat it like this, with a girdle round your waist Sandals on your feet, a staff in your hand. You shall eat it hastily. It is a Passover in honour of the Lord. That night I will go through the land of Egypt 
and strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, man and beast alike. And I shall deal out punishments to all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood shall serve to mark the houses that you live in. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and you shall escape the destroying plague when I strike the land of Egypt. This day is to be a day of remembrance for you, and you must celebrate it as a feast in the Lord's honour. For all generations, you are to declare it a day of festival forever. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. This is what I received from the Lord, and in turn passed on to you, that on the same night that he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread, and thanked God for it, and broke it, and he said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this as a memorial of me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this as a memorial of me. Until the Lord comes, therefore, every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are proclaiming his death. 
the word of the Lord. Praise to The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. It was before the festival of the Passover And Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to pass from this world to the Father. He always loved those who were his own in the world, but now he showed how perfect his love was. They were at supper, and the devil had already put it into the mind of Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray him. Jesus knew that the Father had put everything into his hands, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. And he got up from table removed his outer garment, and, taking a towel, wrapped it round his waist. He then poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and wipe them with the towel he was wearing. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, At the moment you do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Never said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus replied, if I do not wash you, you can have nothing in common with me. Then, Lord, said Simon Peter, not only my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus said, no one who's taken a bath needs washing. They're clean all over. You too are clean, though not all of you are. He knew who was going to betray him. That was why he said, though not all of you are. When he had washed their feet and put on his clothes again, he went back to the table. Do you understand, he said, what I have done to you? You call me master and Lord, and rightly, so I am. If I then am Lord and master and have washed your feet, you should wash each other's feet. I have given you an example so that you may copy what I have done to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord 
the name Dr Hugh Cannon-Cahill has probably disappeared into the mists of time. As a newly ordained priest, I was sent to the same house that he was resident in. He had just retired as parish priest, but he remained in retirement in that same parish house. He had been ordained in 1932, and our ordinations were some 50 years apart. Over the four years in which I was in that parish, we got to know each other very well indeed. He had a rather fearsome reputation in the pulpit. There was a lot of thunderbolts sent down on the heads of the congregation. He had a thing about latecomers. The mass would begin and the doors were locked. Those outside were locked out. Those inside were locked inside. Black was black. White was white. The rules were the rules that you kept and he knew the rules like the back of his hand. He also looked a bit fearsome too. would look over his glasses at you. If you said something that was a bit unorthodox, his eyebrows would shoot up. He was disapproving of Vatican II, not too keen on the new mass, and he was a great believer in the catechism. I'm not quite sure of what he made of me, for I was fairly conventional in those days, but I could see that he wasn't very keen on the bright jumpers that I used to wear in those days. As a newly ordained priest, I was quite in awe of him. There was a number of things that I noticed about him. He would say his divine office meticulously. His mass was said with great devotion and attention. He was very disciplined in his life, rising at the same time, going to bed at the same time, doing everything at the same time. And he was quite austere, didn't watch TV and ate small amounts of food. These many years, he comes to mind on this Holy Thursday in which we recall the institution of the Holy Eucharist and the calling of the apostles to share in Christ's priesthood and ministry. The priesthood that myself and the canon shared in, we were called to the same priesthood, although our ordinations were years apart and the, the church to which we were born into was very different. The same laying on of hands took place for each of us, the same anointing of our hands, the same recognition of our call and the mission entrusted to us. We shared both of these things. I suppose I never got the chance to ask him too much about the priesthood. That seems to me foolish now because he could have probably taught me a great deal and advised me very much of what we ahead. He never volunteered any advice whatsoever or any information, maybe thinking that it was better that I find it all out for myself. Now, I am no longer the young priest, but maybe now I am the older priest, as he was in those days. I often now wonder, being in that position, what advice I would offer to someone who is starting off. There are perhaps three things that I might suggest for someone who is becoming a priest. God never stops calling you to the priesthood. 
It is never a one-off thing. He keeps calling you, and you keep on having to say yes. A second thing that is important is that the priest himself is bound in his life to the mystery of the cross. That cross is always present. He has to carry his cross, and he has also to help others to carry their cross. And finally, there is an overwhelming sense of gift in the priesthood. Nothing you could earn, nothing you could deserve, nothing nothing that you could be found worthy of. It is pure, gracious gift from God. It might not surprise you, but not many people have asked me for my gifts of wisdom about the priesthood over the years. Maybe Dr. Cahill was right. You have your own road to walk. You have your own journey to make. You'll find it all out yourself. One of the great things about being a priest is being able to celebrate the Mass, to take the bread, to take the chalice filled with wine, and to say those words of consecration, to believe with all your heart that Christ is truly present in this food, which you are able to give to those who come forward to receive it. It is a thing beyond words to be able to give Holy Communion to children for the first time. It is a grace beyond speaking to be able to celebrate the Mass every Sunday and every day. It is an extraordinary grace to give Holy Communion to the sick and the dying, to give it to to people who are troubled or afraid, to be able to give it to people in special moments of their life. To know with all your heart the presence of Christ is in this place, the presence of Christ crucified and risen is present in this mystery. To be able to celebrate the Eucharist as a priest is to know also that you as a person are growing in grace as well. Your own soul is being transformed into the priest who is the minister and who chooses, whom God chooses to walk in streets, towns and in homes, in hospitals. You are the one that he has chosen for this. I think of Dr. Cahill and his long priestly life this evening, a life of great service to the Lord and to the church. He was a man of extraordinary faith, and I suppose at the end of the day, that is what every priest wants to be, a man of faith. And isn't it at the end of the day what we all want to be, men and women of faith?
Christi amor. Exultemus et in ipso lucundemur. Timeamus et amemus Deum vivum. Et ex Oh, oh, oh.
Please stand. Let us pray. In this night in which we recall the institution of the Eucharist and Christ sharing in his priesthood uh, with the apostles, we make all our prayers to our Heavenly Father. For those German holidaymakers who lost their life in the island of Madeira, and for those who were injured, that the grace of consolidation may be given to all their families and friends. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the people of Paris who watched the serious damage done to their cathedral church in the recent fire, that the effort of many may restore this church to its former beauty. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all who are called to the priesthood, that they may share in Christ's work and ministry. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For, the greater, for a greater love of the Holy Eucharist, that we may centre our days and weeks around the reception of this mystery in which we grow in the grace and love of God. Lord, hear us. For families who are trying to remain united with one another, for the ability to forgive the hurts that we receive. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Almighty God, you entrust to your church great gifts and graces, 
Help us to walk in the light of your grace and give us always a spirit of gratitude for all we've received. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please join in hymn number 267, The Servant King.
brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries, for whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Amen. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Amen. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the true and eternal priest who instituted the pattern of an everlasting sacrifice and was the first to offer himself as the saving victim, commanding us to make this offering as his memorial. As we eat his flesh that was sacrificed for us, we are made strong, and as we drink his blood that was poured out for us, we are washed clean. And so with the angels and archangels, with the thrones and the dominions, with the hosts and the powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts that we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until. 
therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. What we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, bride, Andrew and Margaret, Minion and Columba, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people that you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow in the world all that is good. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship.
came among us to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. Happy are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy of
Please join in hymn number 186, The Servant Song. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that just as we are renewed by the supper of your Son in this present age, so we may enjoy this banquet, his banquet for all eternity, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. We come to the final part of the Mass, uh, which is the procession to the altar of the repose. And of course, I ask you to join us in that procession and to join in the antiphon that we'll be singing as we process, uh, to spend some time uh, at moments of prayer before the Blessed Sacrament at the altar of repose as well, uh, in, the, in that uh, w with us all, uh, and then uh, to leave the altar of repose in, in quietness. Uh, just to, again to advise you that at 10 o'clock this evening there's night prayers and I encourage you to come along uh, to those night prayers uh, and of course it leads us in then to Good Friday itself. Please kneel down now.
Did you? 